So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash LisaTheYarnista. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Arnista podcast, episode number 83. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is Elisa the Arnista herself. How are you doing, Elisa? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Are you really? I actually am. You actually are? You lie before? Or you... Sometimes I do lie. Uh-huh. Sometimes I have to put out an act for everybody so that they all are, are happy along with me. But today I'm good. We've got, uh, it's Friday. We're recording a little bit early. It is Friday. But wait, well, so we're recording two days early then? No, we don't do the date anymore. I haven't done that in like three weeks. <laughs> it's still a funny joke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's a day early. Why is it a day early? Well, you, why is it a day early, Elisa? Because somebody is living out her lifelong dream. Lifelong dream? Man, you need to set your bar a little higher. <laughs> well, it's only been a dream for like 25 years. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. It's only 25 years. Um, we are going to uh, St. Paul, Minnesota tomorrow to see Green Day. Yeah. So. The band Green Day, to... for those who are not familiar, they're uh, kind of a pop punk band or punk pop, however direction you want to say that. Been around for 25 years. Is that? A little more than that, right? probably. Yeah. But yeah. Has it been that long already? Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. So that's our plan. We'll be going, uh, we'll be dropping the dogs off at camp tomorrow morning and heading up to uh, St. Paul from there. And then we'll spend the night uh, there after the show. And then tomorrow or Sunday, right? Yeah, Sunday. We're going to do some yarn shopping. Yeah, go and see if we can find a couple yarn shops. Make some business with the, uh, the uh, fun of tomorrow night and yeah. do some yarn shopping. And Monday... Well, it will be business on Sunday. It's not like you're there making it's contacts. Still business. And it's how is that business to, for you to business. go shopping for yarn for fun? That's not business. I don't know if I'm shopping. I, am I am I shopping for yarn for fun or am I snooping and researching? Well, then I don't want to go. Oh, it's fun. No, I don't want to snoop fun. for research. I want to. Oh, go. wait a second. Wait a second. Did I just miss the part where you said that we're going shopping for yarn? Why not? That's where we're going, right? <gasps> Best husband ever. Well, no. Yeah, I, I want to go check out some stuff that we, you know, and it's fun for me because I get to see things that I don't know, that I don't might, might not have. Well, there's so, a lot of stuff out there you don't have. You can't have everything. There have been a few shops I've walked into that I'm like, oh, this is a really nice shop. And I'm like, oh, darn, I have almost all of this at our store. Yeah. I can't really buy anything. So, because I was like getting something. Sure. But yeah. And then do we tell what we're doing Monday? If you want to, we'll probably talk about it next week, we'll so you talk- might as well. Yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> I set up a little date with our friends at Blue Sky Fibers. So we are going to stop it. We're going to drive out to Blue Sky Fibers on Monday morning and get a little bit of a tour and yeah. visit with our rep there. And it would be a lot of fun because it's people that you've worked with by phone and by email for the last seven years. Yeah. This will be a good chance to go and uh, meet them in person and yeah. say hi and see what their whole operation looks like and how they do it's what small. they do. It's, yeah, it's really not, small. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm really excited to see, you know, the warehouse. And I think, you know, in my head, it's probably bigger than it is. And then we'll get there and I'll be like, oh, wow. I don't really know what to expect. So I'm really curious and interested. And I think it'll be very interesting, a lot of fun. I've seen pictures of the building and um, of the outside of the building and the inside of the building. And it just it looks like a very, very wonderful place to work. Yeah. 
Yeah, just like aesthetically. I mean, it's like it, it, it's not in the middle of the city. It looks like it's out in the country and there's a little bit of um, I don't know if they actually have alpacas out there, um, hmm. but they have I mean, it's like an older, older building and just, yeah, very, very nice. So it's what, a little bit north, northwestish north or something. Of, yeah, north side of the Minneapolis area. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And I looked at our drive on the way back and it doesn't look like it'll be that much further mm-hmm. when we come back on Monday because we have to come back on Monday. And pick up the dogs that we are dropping off on Saturday morning. So it'll be a quick little trip up, but I think it'll be a good time. Um, Green Day is an American punk rock band formed in 1986 by lead vocalist Bill and guitarist Billy Joe Armstrong and 86? Mike. Dern. Yes, 86, 31 years old. Huh. Because mm-hmm. I don't remember them until like the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Trey Cool. Joined them. He's their drummer. Mm-hmm. He joined them um, in 1990, pri- um, prior to the recording of the band's second studio album, Kerplunk. So, huh? Yep. You probably. I mean, like, I mean, most likely the what we all remember is uh, um, Dookie. Yeah, that's like the one that I, of course, and everybody else in the world Owns, bought that album. Yeah. 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 When was that released? Ninety four. Okay, so they had two albums before that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to so. stop talking until Lisa says something. What? Stop it. You're so <laughs> mean. I was going to look for... I was going to scroll down to... Yeah, because I know, you know, I've I've never been, like, all, like, hip on all of the music scene and everything i just kind of like i like what i like and green day as far as that goes green Day is pretty hip i mean they've been around forever and they're still popular with younger people so it's not like they're not hip or they're like some kind of a band that's kind of out of the mainstream or something like that they're they're a very well-known band so how many i wonder how many people because it's a probably a pretty good size arena that we're going to right i wonder what their their crowd size is going to be like Enormous. And Enormous? I'm, I'm really excited to see what it's going to look like there. Because when we went to go see, what was it, three years ago? Three so or four years ago, we went, um, for my birthday, you got tickets for um, American Idiot, the Broadway show. Yep. And it was so cool to see um, the variety of people there. Like, I mean, it was it was parents there with their kids. Like, yeah. and people our age with their, you know, kids. And their kids are so cute. They're wearing little skinny jeans in there. And their chucks, and they were, it was, yeah, it was just a lot of fun. And the, the kids did not look like they were drugged, they're, you know, kicking and screaming. They no. like really wanted to be there. I'm so guessing it's cool. they talked their parents into going, and so they were all mm-hmm. there together. So, yeah, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah. We can listen to Green Day all the way up to Minneapolis and back. Well, I'll have to catch up because I don't think I've heard any of the new album that you got whenever that came out recently. That's so. a good one, too. So, probably, I mean, it's a new one, it's the new album. I have them so all. They'll probably play we can that listen to a them lot. All. Oh, that sounds fantastic. Doesn't it? I don't think I would get sick of that at all. <laughs> I don't. It's all you listen to? Like all right in a row? No, but I could listen to it for a good while. Yeah. There's good. a good variety in there. Oh, what are we doing now? If you have any questions, comments, suggestions that you would like to send to us, send us an email, podcast. At elisatheyarnista.com. And it uh, does not have to be knitting, knitting related, but if you do have a knitting question that is something that can be answered quickly by email, I'm not sure what that would be exactly, but you know, it's, how do you keep yourself motivated to be knitting all the time? If you Whatever. need me to count for you, I'm good at counting. Not sure that's going to work so well by email. That's more of a one on one conversation. Well, I don't know that that's a. It happens by phone material. sometimes. But again, it's a one-on-one. Okay. Yeah, yes. not, maybe not so much for the podcast. But if you give it to me in the form of an algebra equation, I can probably figure it out. You are setting yourself up for all kinds of phone calls and emails on this now, Elise. I'm not sure you want to be doing this. I like math. It's fun. <laughs> not that much. No, you got no, I don't. Plenty of accounting math and bookkeeping math, and I have things to do. Ordering math to keep yourself busy. No, but send an email because Mike really likes it when we get emails. I love emails. Interactive. Get very bouncy. Interactive. I want to interact with everybody that's listening and watching the podcast. Uh, To support us on the podcast, a couple different options. Of course, first 
Amazon. If you uh, are going to Amazon anyway, make sure make sure you first go to alisathearnista.com. Click on the Amazon affiliate link mm-hmm. on the right-hand side of the uh, blog over there. And then from there, uh, they'll take you to Amazon, which is where you're headed anyway. And when you put stuff in your cart, there's a good chance that Amazon will be very kind to us and uh, kick a couple pennies our way. And that allows us to do all kinds of podcasting things like buying new equipment and paying for web hosting and things that like uh, everybody does, like buying food and uh, shelter, those kinds of things. You can help us do those directly through Amazon. You can also support us on uh, Patreon, which I just learned a lot about Patreon the last couple days. They have a follow. You look really excited right now. They have a follow Your feature eyes that like I didn't gonna... even know that they had. What? So, Patreon, you do not necessarily have to pay to follow people's content. So, it's like you get a news feed what everybody's posting. So, if, so for example, if we post, we've posted some pictures and things like that that you don't have to pay to see. It's just free content. Oh. If you go over on the left hand side below, like where the picture is, there's one that says follow. You just follow that, and you can follow as many people as you want. For it's the free, free content. Yeah. So anything that's free, it'll just kind of roll through your, your news feed or whatever they call huh. it there. And so I've uh, recently followed some people, and I will plan on or I will be supporting them financially soon. It's a really neat thing. Patreon.com slash Elisa the Arnista. Has it created more plans for you for us? Um, That hasn't. Okay. I think, I think I would like to do some more free kind of stuff, whether it's just checking in here and there with some uh, quick, you know, text type blogging comments or just pictures because pictures are fairly easy to put up there. So yeah, I mean, if you're not necessarily interested in, uh, or or financially you can't afford to pay the dollar or $5, whatever it is to, to get in there and you just want to follow and see some of the free stuff that's there too. Stuff that maybe wouldn't normally be on Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that. Can you post stuff from, uh, is there a mobile app? I don't know. I think you can do... You should figure that out because this weekend might be fun to post some fun stuff. Yeah. I, or do I, you have other plans for this weekend? I have some plans for this weekend. Of course you do. If With I your get, big grin on your face. If I can get my phone to cooperate, I think we might do some vlogging for the what's, YouTube channel. What's your channel. phone doing? It does... Nobody cares about this probably, but for the video stuff, it does like weird popping and crackling noises. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to get rid of that because otherwise it makes vlogging, unless we use your phone, but I thought we'd use both and combine. Uh, yeah. So I thought we'd do kind Would of just like to a, use my iPad, even though you don't know how to operate mm, I'm an not going to carry around a big iPad all weekend. So we'll, we'll so we'll figure something out. But my my hope and dream is that we can get some sort of a, at least one or two YouTube videos out of this, and then for uh, people on Patreon, I might get some additional content that doesn't end up in the final version of whatever ends up happening. There may be nothing, I don't know. So don't hold me to it. This is not a promise of any kind. But uh, I may do. I, I would really like to do something over the course of this weekend. We've got some fun, unusual stuff. We, we can follow Elisa on her yarn shopping adventures and a Green Day concert and trip to Blue Sky. And eating. And eating. We'll find I'm some gonna food. I'm going to eat a lot. You are? I am. Oh, boy. I love food. Are we going to be, where are we going to find food? I don't know. In Minneapolis, St. Paul. I'll just take all my new gluten-free <laughs> cookies with me. Oh, and yeah, just yeah. Why not? No, I, I'm going to take some snacks with us because we have a, we have a, well, you confirmed that we have a, um. Is it mini fridge? We have a, a mini fridge and a microwave, which is nice. So I'm going to take, we have a little, um, a little backpack. Yeah. That has um, some plates and some like actual. It's kind of it's not very good silverware, but it's, it's silverware. Like a, a picnic thing and yeah, so stuff like that. So um, we'll take that with us, and then um, that way it's nice to have a fridge and a microwave too. So if we go out to eat and we can't finish everything, we can bring back leftovers and heat it up later too. If who so. can't finish everything? Me. <laughs> I will finish so. everything. It's what I do. No, but I have plans. I'm going to pack some snacks and stuff to take with us, so we don't have to. Because room service is really expensive, and I don't, oh, the sure. place that we have, I don't think has room service. I don't it know where. Has I don't free breakfast. Where are we staying? I don't even know where um, we're staying. I don't think. Should we tell people? What if people stalk us and come looking for us over the weekend? If you want to come see us, then come see us at the hotel in Minneapolis. No, don't do that. I'm not going to tell you where we are. Then I'm not even. They sure. can't get our room number. What if I tell people and they're like, "Oh." Oh. Bart sent me a message on luckyworm.com. I, I signed up there again. All of my previous work was gone, and now it's there. Luckyworm.com. If you're an outdoorsman, there's a beta going on right now. It's a or social, outdoors lady. Or an outdoors lady. Uh, they would love to have some ladies testing this, too. It's a it's a new kind of uh, social media e-commerce site that our brother-in-law is, is a uh, prime member in. 
but check it out. Yeah, I don't want you uh, excluding any because I have a lot of outdoorsy ladies that yeah. are friends. So yeah, don't, don't exclude them. I mean, it, it's if you're in it's hiking, hunting, fishing, camping, whatever you're doing. And right now, it's the it doesn't have a ton of features because they're just kind of getting started and kind of building and adding on things as they go. But it's cool. Luckyworm.com. Check it out. That's I, that's not a paid plug or advertisement. It just came up. What else? I think that's it as far as that stuff goes huh yeah i may have just thought of the new music that i want oh good i can't tell you oh. we'll have to see if what you think of it right. it might be one of those things like initially it comes into your head and you're like oh that's the best idea ever and then you think about it for a while and you're like oh i would say so listen we'll, we'll to it several it. times oh no i know exactly what it is i've listened oh, to I it know several you know times. what it is but listen to that two second clip several times and make sure it's something that you like it might be more than two seconds i might need more than two seconds oh i don't know do we give her more than two seconds what do you think it'll make everybody smile every time well good if it makes people smile that's why we're here (laughs) okay so so knitting um so i uh well last week i think i talked about um i had two pairs of uh, sport weight or DK weight socks on my needles. And, um, I think you had four pairs of just socks, n- not sport or DK though. Oh, okay. I had four pairs probably total though. Very important distinction. So, you know, I have four. Yeah. That's what I said. No, three of DK. No, two DK. What? I don't even know what I have going on here in my bag. Oh, oh this is problems. That's, that's not a good thing. Oh, I have. I'm gonna have five pairs at the end of this weekend. Are you starting a new one? Maybe. That's okay. I don't care. You you act like I'm gonna mock you or I laugh at you or sometimes. something. No, but one of them I have to cast on. One of them that I have to cast on is actually like a. It is like a like shop thing that I have to cast on. So I'll I'll save that one for last. You keep telling yourself that that you no, this have is, to do this it. This is true. This one is true. Okay. So um no so my first um sad it's not that bad it's really not that bad um i cast on for um vanilla is the new black in the sporter dk weight version in um opal's uh six ply which is the pattern is really really cool because you cast on your stitches based on gauge so it tells you like you follow it instead of following like for a certain size you determine like what your gauge is and then you can cast on with I, you like all my bags you're just holding three project oh. bags well now four but three in one hand so <laughs> for those not watching this we've got three project bags in the left hand one they're in the right hand fun. i mean well, they're very fun <laughs> wait a second oh there's another one i've got five total they're awesome so um no so i i i, I have been kind of thinking that maybe i want to knit my sported DK weight socks with a few more stitches, which I don't know why. So instead of like testing it on one pair, I was in, I had two pairs in progress with more stitches. Okay. So, um, the first, first pair were, um, my fish lips kiss heel socks that were for the class. And those, um, those, those were the ones that made me realize that I had to not do that anymore. I had to go back to 48. 52 is too many. Oh. And four stitches does make a difference. So because you, you don't start want, over or what? No, I just had to. They're, they're toe up. So I just had to go back to the last increase because there were there's there are four increases per round. So I just had to go back to the increase. So um, or the last increase. So they're 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 on their way again. And these are super fun because the, they're uh, Regia six ply. Um the toes are, I can't remember what they call it. Yellow. It's German, so they call it, but it's, but it's yellow. I and then do a yellow um, fake German thing, and I couldn't think of how to do it. I was going to, too, but I was afraid I was going to embarrass myself. <laughs> that's what we're doing. This podcast. That's, that's why we're here. Do. So, um, yeah, so I'm doing uh, yellow toes, um, heels, and cuffs, and then I'm doing, um, like, this nice charcoal for... Um, the foot and the leg. So those are super fun. I, I did a pair of these with, I think it was the same gray and then like a hot pink. Yeah. Um, Regia 6 ply. And those are done, but they're at the store. They're a shop sample. So 
I want some more. These are like the fish lips kiss heel is really, really fun. Um, it's a really fun class because the, the pat the pattern of the instructions, it's, it's 16 pages of a lot of words. So it's kind of overwhelming. Like the first time I opened for it socks? up for, for socks. Why yeah. is it so long? It's, it, it's a, it's a recipe and it's, it's a lot of words. So, hmm. um, yeah. So in class I take and I like, because I'm there to show people how to do it, I can right. distill it down quite a bit. So, um, but those are, those are one, that's one pair of socks. Um, my second pair of socks is, well, it's still this one. I don't even need to get it out and do anything with it. It's still my opal sock that needs the heel on it. My opal advent sock. So that one, that one hasn't gotten touched. Hmm. Um, so when I discovered the 52 thing or the, that I, that 52 is too many, I had to take back my, you remember my, these? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I had, I, I unwound, um, my, um, Vanilla is a new black, the sport or DK. This it's sport or DK version. So I unwound those this morning. So those are actually ready to go. So I wound that back into balls, and then I once I get that off of there, then I can go back to the big balls in there. Yeah. How many zippers are in that little bag? This is one of uh, Yarn Pop's gadgety bags. So they have there's a zipper on the top, and then there's one on the side. So I think ideally what it is is you put your yarn in the big pouch. And then you can feed it through this grommet. Yeah. And then you can put your iPod or your phone or whatever here and then feed uh, headphone out of there, which is kind of cool. Sure. So, but yeah. I like the yarn pop bags. We have them at the shop. I don't have them on the, on the website, but yeah. that'll probably change at some point. So, Someday. Um, the other thing that I have on the needles, apparently I'm just going to knit all of the socks. Um, these are, again, I haven't gotten much further. Um, my fine and dandies, I got another, I think I've got another eight rounds done on these. So they're, I'm making a little bit of progress with them. I had the woolberry? Yes, this is the woolberry. Socks, yeah, on the toes. And then, go ahead. No, I just, I'm trying really hard to find a promo or a sample where Randy Savage says the word socks and I cannot, I've I've enlisted the help of a couple friends and they can't find it. Dave and Tom. Yeah. If Dave and Tom can't find it, it doesn't exist. They're they're on the case. We'll see. They're 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 working on it. So these are really fun. Yeah, and the Woolberry has been doing really well at the store. So if anybody out there has been looking to, you've been thinking about getting the Woolberry, I would get it sooner than later because it's going really really fast. It's cool. so pretty. Yeah. it's really really yeah, pretty. This looks really nice. So, um, but these are um, these are fine and dandy by um, Jessica Gore. Um, what is her designing name? That's what I was pulling up before. Uh, before I had to go look at Green Day. Um, well, that's not it. That's not it. How many Ravelry tabs do you have open right now? Um. Good Lord, you need to close some of those tabs. No, I'm fine. Um, the Sweater Collective. The Jessica Sweater Gore. Collective? Yep. And she makes socks? That's no. She has some really cool socks. So the fine and dandies, um, they are a dollar. You can get that pattern for a a whole entire dollar. That's reasonable. Um, And she just updated and it's absolutely beautiful. Um, But the ones that I am going to be casting on, I have another pair of hers that I'm going to be casting on. But the ones that I'm going to be casting on this weekend for our trip, these are the business related socks. Because we'll have some time in the car. Not not a lot, but definitely enough to get some good knitting done. Four and a half hours each way. I can yeah. probably get some knitting done. Yep. So this was, oh, this is embarrassing. What? Well, it was going two at a time. So let me just, let me just. What are you doing? Well, it was a mat. It, it, it got all tangled and stuff. So, um. I wanted to use this beautiful Woolberry sock blank. Mm-hmm. This is, I think, pressed hydrangea is what this one is. So it's so pretty with beautiful pinks and greens yeah. and some kind of rust and burnt oranges going through it. Um, so I wanted to use this for some socks, but I, I wanted something because I think we were talking about this at knitting the other day um, that like once you have started knitting contrast heels and toes and cuffs and stuff it kind of feels boring if you don't do it it kind of really? feels yeah it just it's so much fun to have because i feel like it makes like 
Because the heels and toes, it just kind of makes the rest of the sock just kind of pop. Oh. So I was looking, I'm like, I need the perfect color and I need the perfect pattern. So I decided on the perfect color for the toes. It's Woolberry uh, Berry Tart. Sure, that'll be which good. I think is really pretty. I think it's that's going to... a dark kind of burgundy purple color. Yeah, it's maybe a little bit too red, but I think it plays well, off of the rust nicely. It'll be fun, yeah. It's a little bit nice. more red than the than the pink in there, but I think, yeah, it plays off of the rust nicely. And I wanted something a little bit darker than the actual sock. So I have to knit up something or get something going on the needles in one of the sock blanks because everybody's like, well, what does it look like? And I'm like, I... Have, couldn't get my hands on Don't one before, yet. and yeah, yeah, so, um, so I'm gonna do that. I am going to be doing those, and after much thank you to all the knitters that suffered through Knit Night with me on Wednesday, suffered. Yeah, I'm while sure I, they were. Well, I tried suffering. to find a sock pattern. I think there may have been some suffering. Oh, why are you making your customers <laughs> suffer, Elisa, and all of your friends who knit with you? They are my friends. Um, so I am going to be doing, um. Jessica Gore's, um, they're wildflower socks. So they are, they're kind of fun because they're, they're toe ups. Yeah, I can't get it in a good light, can I? Well, no. if you angle it down a little bit, I think you'd have it. Oh, look at that. I know how lighting works. Oh, Lisa. you're so good at this. So they're <laughs> kind of fun because they're, they're, her socks are all toe up and then they have, um, they have a heel flap and a gusset. So they give you that heel flap and gusset fit without having to do like pick up stitches and do all that stuff that you normally have to do with a top down. So, um, but I like these cause they have like these, this like delicate, it's almost, it almost looks like a broken rib, but it's a little bit more spread out than that until it gets up to like the top portion of the cuff. And then it has these beautiful, um, like wildflower stitches that are kind of like spread out around. So, um, I'm really excited to do those. Cool. So I'm going to do yeah. those in the sock blank. And yeah, I, I like the sock blanks cause you never really know what you're going to end up with. It's mm-hmm. kind of a fun surprise. It's, it's neat to see like the transition from the blank to the sock or whatever you're making out of it to see kind of what, kind of what it ends up being. It's well, part of the fun. It's, the process is part of the fun, I guess, is what I'm saying. <laughs> the And I've been really wanting to knit something up with um, one of uh, Andy's sock blanks, the Andre Sue knits yeah, ones that we have. For sure. Um, but these, I'm just trying to, yeah, trying to get these going because the, I, well, I have one reserved for my trip to Colorado. I'm going to be doing the one with the, the, forest. the forest one with the yep. trees on it. So, um, but I will have to pick some contrast heels and toes and cuffs for that. You don't have to. I will but, have to. Okay. Um. But yeah, they, uh, um, yeah, the sock blanks are a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm having fun. I'm enjoying my socks. So I'm just basically going to have a lot of socks, which is good so because going into spring and summer and mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good thing to work on. Yep. Lots of things to take traveling. So sure. all of you ladies out there that have husbands that think that you're silly for knitting. I'm lucky. I can't imagine that yeah. happens. Oh, it happens a lot. Really? Yeah. It oh. happens a lot and it makes me sad. Yeah, because it, it, it's like it's like you know it's like a man going out and fishing or hunting or sure. doing man things, you know. I don't do either of those things, so I guess I'm not I'm not very You're manly. Not manly. Yeah, You're not very manly. So I go to the gym. Is that manly? Yeah, I think so. I play video games. That's well, that's not very manly. I'm married to a weightlifting nerd. Pretty much. All right. Yep. We got that's, that. Uh, that's that's what I am. So that's what I is that all that I had on the my iPad's upside down. You know I. This list of things that you are working on has become so unruly. I don't know what's current and what's not anymore. Nope, it's fine. Oh, okay. That's all I had on there. Okay. So, yeah, just 52 is too many. So if you're questioning how your socks fit, think if you can handle them any looser. and Because sloppy mm. socks are the worst. Loose socks are just uncomfortable. <clears throat> they get all bunched up like yep. in your toes and under your feet. And, and they fall down. Yeah, that's not comfortable. Then you need sock suspenders, and nobody wants that because that's like a 1930s thing. Socks are one of the things that are better with a little bit more negative ease than like other things because they're going to stretch quite a bit, but you can't really, especially with super washes, you can't really shrink them down to fit your feet. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm back to 48. So from 52 to 48. I wish I've always been at 48. I don't know. Yeah. I felt like I was going to try something new. Ah, that's silly. Don't don't ever. That's a lesson for everybody. Don't ever try anything new. When I thought it's only four stitches. <laughs> How much can four stitches matter? On a your lot. foot? A lot. Yeah. 
in a, a sport sweater, weight. Maybe not so much, but in a, in a sock, sport weight, that's going to yeah. be a lot. Yeah. And if you would like to purchase anything that Elisa has talked about here, well, I shouldn't say anything because I don't know for sure. But if you'd like to purchase probably most of the things Lisa talked about. It is. It's all available. Okay. So you can talk about, <laughs> you can buy all those things. Fireflyfibers.com is the local yarn shop that Lisa mm-hmm. and I own right here in our town of Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And as always, <clears throat> excuse me while I clear my throat. As always, make sure when you go shopping at fireflyfibers.com, you put at least $100 worth of stuff into your cart, whether it's yarn or accessories or whatever's there. Uh, because when you do that, that does qualify you for free shipping. And to get that free shipping, make sure you use offer code free ship at checkout. It's F R E E S H I P. And in the room now, we've got R-O-L-L-O. Mr. Rollo has joined us now. He was sleeping somewhere in the hallway, I think, probably. I was going to say he was sad because we have a dog bed in here, but no dog. No dog. And, uh, yeah, so go to fireflyfibers.com. Help us out. Uh, directly support the show and support Rollo so we can buy him some more dog food, which I just did at Fleet Farm today. And make yourself happy with some really beautiful yarn. Get some awesome yarn. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful stuff. And I think... Well, the, pretty the, much everything we have is... Yeah, I would say everything. And the timing is really good because you've got all kinds of sock blanks right now. And going into spring mm-hmm. and summer, you don't want to be working on a big uh, shawl or a big sweater or something. So the sock blanks kind of make it perfect. And it's uh, fun. I'm a thinker. Elisa's a thinker. She knows how to plan her inventory. So um, we have a new knit-along coming soon. I was... It, it will be... I'm thinking sometime next week. Hopefully. Within the next week and a half, we will have a new knit-along available, or a new one. Raleigh, you should it's, turn around and face the camera. It's way cuter that way. Um, so the new knit-along will be posted within the next week and a half. I'd say by a week from Tuesday at the latest. Sure. Um, and it's it's a good one. It's a really good one. I have a lot of really, really beautiful yarn at the shop that has been there for quite a while now that has just been kind of sitting there. So, Because I had to wait for all of it to get here. And not sitting there as in it's been sitting on the shelves and nobody wants no, it. No, it's in a box. It's in a box waiting to be purchased. So it's not, yeah, yeah it's not like the, the cast-offs that nobody wants. So. No, definitely not cast-offs that nobody wants. No. So. Yeah, so watch for that. Um, is this old? This is old. Well, it's old, but we didn't talk about it. Do you want <laughs> to talk about that or should we go on to news? We can go on to news. Go on to news? All right, we're going to be back. All right, the I just got distracted by all the colors there. But if you need Canadian Canoes, the one and only place you can go for that is the Elisa the Arnista podcast. Whether you are listening to the audio version or you are watching the video version, the only place you are going to get this news is the Elisa the Arnista podcast. And we were talking about Patreon a little bit earlier, and, and uh, that's kind of a crowd crowdfunding thing. Um, talking about crowdfunding, I found this story today. But what's this called? Nitterate? Is that how you would pronounce this? Nitterate? I would think so. Nitterate running more than stitches on Kickstarter. So Kickstarter, again, is crowdfunding. Whether you've got a product or an invention or something that you're trying to produce and sell to people, you can go to Kickstarter and get funding. So as opposed to going to a bank and doing your pitch there or having investors or, or things like that, you can go to Kickstarter and then people all around the world can crowdfund your project and, and your uh your product, whatever it happens to be. So how does that work? People give you money. What do they get? That depends on, you can set it up and that's, we'll talk about that. Okay. That's a very good question, Lisa. We'll talk about that in this version of Kennedy. Because I have, I have something that's on the brain that I'll put on the agenda for next week that is okay. actually, it's knitting related too. Oh, Rollo really wants me to Aww, pet him. and I'm, He says, Papa. He says, I haven't seen you guys all day. And um, then you took my brother and left me here. Yeah, he didn't like that very much. I took Rollo or took Logan to the vet again today and had to leave Rollo at home. And he does not leave, like being left alone very much. All right. So uh, Stitches on Kickstarter, producing knitwear on demand without the weight. So basically these guys are, are producing or hoping to produce a knitting machine. It says, with the hope of bringing an affordable and compact version of industrial knitting machines to backers' workshops and homes, Knitterate has synced with Kickstarter. The Knitterate automatically turns users' digital designs into knitting garments and enables small-scale runs to test swatches and new stitches without tech pack 
Tech Pack Worry. I don't know what Tech Pack Worry means. I don't know enough about knitting machines, I guess, to know what that is. But there's, they were seeking to raise $100,000. The Knitterate team has already raised over $182,000. And I think I looked at it today, and they're already they're close to $200,000 at this point. And they've got about a month left in their Kickstarter. So it's kind of a, a time frame on there. And if in the end they don't meet their goal, then the people get their money back. Well, hopefully there's been some... Uh, some controversies and some things on Kickstarter with uh, people not managing their funds properly and the, the items never come out and that's a whole thing. But So the people, they get the money before the thing comes out and yep. so... That, and that's, yeah, because that's the idea is that, you know, when you go into a Kickstarter, you're kind of, you're you're doing this in the hopes that... In the belief it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And by funding the project, that allows whoever's running it to be able to, to get going. Get going, yep, and, and actually produce whatever it is that they're trying to produce. And so it's it's a neat looking, uh, neat looking little knitting machine on here. Um, so design using standard templates from Knitterate's collection, or you can create them from scratch. You can add images and text, drag and drop from a wide variety of stitches, share digital wardrobes globally. So if you're not so much into the hand knitting, which I imagine pretty much everybody listening to or watching this podcast are, I whoop, don't enjoy are it big all. into the hand knitting, this may not be for you, but I, it's a neat looking thing that just a, a couple of guys really have, have done. And they've got a, a few different... Did I have? Oh, I thought I clicked on it. But they have a few different tiers uh, that you can kind of contribute. Oh, they're over two hundred thousand now. So since I looked at this, they've added like eight thousand dollars to their to their Kickstarter, which is pretty impressive, actually, because that was only a few hours ago. Um, so you, they have all different kinds of tiers. So like f- this one, for example, you can pledge five dollars or more, and with the five dollar one, you don't really get anything. Um, you get some. You get to feel good. You get to feel good and uh, some updates on their progress and things like that. But um, so it's it's like Patreon in that you're you're kind of crowdsourcing and funding a project. Um, you can so they've actually got it so you can do like most of them have where you can actually purchase one of these machines and because you're a Kickstarter that helping them fund the project, uh, you generally get some percentage off of what the final cost will be so they have you can pledge four thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars so these things are not cheap uh, but if you have a desire for one you can definitely buy it so a little forty seven hundred dollars off it's thirty seven percent off so it's seventy five hundred dollars is the retail projected retail uh cost on these machines so if you pledge now before it launches uh you can get one for forty seven hundred dollars if you was it forty five hundred is the early one, so you can get your your Niterate early on that. But it's a neat idea to see something like this being kind of crowdsourced and crowdfunded. Um, it's a neat. It looks like it works really well. It's very, uh, how do I say it? Personalizable. Is mm-hmm. that a word? Yeah. Modifiable, where you can kind of put your own products in or your own. Uh, pictures and things you can customize it yeah so you can basically using your computer you can make the pattern and make the uh, i think it does sweaters and scarves maybe if i'm not mistaken but yeah it's a neat it's kind of a neat idea something that i haven't seen come across kickstarter before and, and I'm, I'm curious you know i might follow this one a little bit after it goes live because i'm curious to see how many of these sell because i'm not sure what what the market would be for a, a 4700 dollar and what 7500 actually once once it goes live and once they're producing them, $7,500, you'd have to have a pretty specific. I would guess that they're producing for um, resale. Well, but it, all, it, I mean, it says, well, produce for resale. Because so if you're going to buy it for $7,500, you're going to mm-hmm. resell it for. No, you're going to be using it to produce products. Oh, yeah. For resale. Well, that's what I'm wondering because is there a big market for that? Because the idea here is that it's not. Have you been on Etsy ever? <laughs> Yeah, is that something you want to buy on Etsy though? Is something made by a machine? I mean, maybe people buy everything made on on Etsy that's made by whoever. Okay, I thought Etsy was more just like handmade stuff. Oh, that ship sailed a long time ago. Did it? Yeah. No, I haven't been on Etsy recently, so well, I don't know what's all on there. Well, and considering, I mean, this would be—I mean, it would be handmade. I mean, it's it's made by hand. I mean, it's still not like mass produced. 
I, yeah, I don't know if I'd call it's that. Still it's small machine scale. made, but it's I guess right. it's yeah, like uh, personalized mm-hmm. or it's customized or whatever you want to call it. But yeah, it's interesting. And they're they're showing the guys wearing a couple of the products that it makes, and it looks nice. One guy's got a sweater, the other guy's got a big long scarf on with some uh, kind of shapes and patterning and stuff on it. So it looks cool. The sweaters look like they're from the eighties, though. Honestly, well, that one does. Both of them do. The that's a scarf. Oh, that's a scarf. Yeah. Oh, it looked like the way it was underneath his shirt. Yeah. I'm guessing that that was an intentional design. But it's very design. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't knit that by hand. No, that would take some time. That would be a lot of colors back and forth and carrying yarns around. and Yeah. So there's a video there. So as always, I'll post this underneath the, the uh, podcast player out on com. If you want to read more about the story the kickstarter link is in there if you are considering or would uh, be interested in supporting that and there's a video you can watch there as well um so knitting with memories this is now here's a lady who knits by hand a lot so this uh her name is linda gessling has nan hand hand knit shawl for every week of the year and a narrative narrative to match each one so she's been knitting socks uh, at eight years old, so she's been knitting for a long, long time. Um, she says, though knitting is trending now, Gessling says, some years it was odd to knit. And that's, you know, this, I think that is one reason that I picked this story, because us as being yarn shop owners, we're kind of at a period in time right now where yarn and uh, knitting and crocheting and kind of the handmade stuff is pretty popular and kind of in vogue. Uh, when I started knitting, it wasn't, it wasn't the hip thing to do. No? No. There was no ravelry. Well, Ravelry yeah. made it hip. Was that what did it? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah? Yeah. Because it, it's, it connected all of us, you know, socially across the world. And in general, it seems like there's kind of a, a movement toward handmade and crafting. Mm-hmm. and Yeah, the maker movement. That kind of stuff, maker movement. So hopefully that lasts forever, or at least until we retire. <laughs> But uh, she said uh, she's made everything you would expect from an expert knitter, socks, baby blankets, sweaters, hats, scarves, mittens, and gloves. But there is a favorite. For her, it's shawls. Guessing has knit at least 50 shawls for herself and at least 25 for others in all different colors, patterns, and moments in time. And it kind of gives some examples of what she's bought. But it also says uh, names mean a lot to me. I'll buy a yarn based on the name. And it's funny because that's something that we bring up all the time is like, who names all of these different colors and, and different things? And obviously it's really important. It's marketing, right? It's, it's the name of the yarn is what people are going to hear and remember and see first. I'm going to tell you, I have, I have sales reps. I'm like, well, what's the name of the, what's the name of the color? And they're like, well, this is it. It's just a number. And I'm like, well, that's not okay. That's boring. You can't just have a number. I have people, I mean, there are knitters that are like attached to, um, Myself included, different colorways of Spud and Chloe because of the color, the names, of the colorways. Sure, there was Dachshund that they discontinued. Oh no, that was really? very disappointing. Oh, yeah, no. Chipmunk they discontinued. Ah, yeah, yeah, but that's I mean, not good. I think giving them color names helps us to kind of relate it to something in some way. Sure, yeah. And if you're a fan of whatever that is that it's named after, that doesn't hurt either. And there are a lot of indie dyers out there right now that are. Um, that they are, I mean, their colorways are inspired by Gilmore Girls or Game of Thrones. And sure. it's just, it's very, very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Colors, patterns, whatever it happens to be. But, yeah, so that's uh, so that's Linda. I just wanted to cover that from primarily for those couple uh, quotes that she had in there that kind of hit close to home as far as us as yarn shop owners. But I think probably people... I mean, just knitters in general can relate to that when you're picking out yarns that you'll be swayed a little bit maybe by the uh, color name, whether it's fun or not. Yeah, if it's Malabrigo, you don't know what the what the word means anyway, so. No, but some of those are pretty fun, though, too. And I, that, that kind of makes it unique, too, in that it's uh, just kind of fun Spanish names sometimes and some good stuff. Um... This one is Student Knitting Group Aids Domestic Violence Survivors and Rehabilitation Patients. This is a really nice story. Basically, um, it's pretty long, actually. There's a a lot to this one, so I will kind of cover some of the highlights, and I would definitely recommend going through and reading more of this one. But basically, the idea here is uh, using knitting in a couple of different ways. One, for medical students and and, uh, doctors and and nurses in general, in uh, ways to kind of relax, distract your brain, um, and being able to, to help 
others, I guess, by keeping yourself kind of grounded. Um, but it says one of the things that Feinberg is good at is emphasizing that to be a good physician, you need to take care of yourself. You can't be burned out and have the empathy reserves to care for patients and have the energy to go the extra mile that a lot of situations need. They also use it... Um, Oh, I read this too. So the student uh, student group receives donated yarn from all of their projects or for all of the projects, teaching a skill that allows students to relax and recenter that works towards a goal of looking at your own wellness as an important aspect of being a good physician. Um, and they also talk about how uh, they do it for people who are in various therapy and uh, recreation recreational therapy programs. Um, so through a recreation therapy program, medical students in the group teach knitting and crocheting to patients in need of fine motor rehabilitation. Typical fine motor <laughs> exercises include picking up and dropping balls, which Andrew says can be tedious and monotonous. And I think that I'm just imagining that if that's what you're doing for like four hours at a time, you're, you're just picking up balls and dropping them. That seems pretty boring. But... Teaching them to crochet or knit exercises the same fine motor skills, and it allows them to create something. Uh, making something for someone else can give them a sense of purpose while doing rehab at the same time. I heard something about this a few years ago, too, that yeah. there was somebody, I don't know, local-ish in the, in somewhere in Wisconsin that would, that they were trying to do more with crochet because it was doing more for recovery and people felt like they were accomplishing something instead of, you know, Dropping balls and picking them up. Just, and, yeah. yeah. It's, I imagine rehab in general is pretty monotonous and mm-hmm. tedious and boring, unless you're, I don't know, into that kind of thing. I don't know. but Into monotony and Yeah. And no, but I mean like the rehab. Thing. So I, I think about like when yeah. I ruptured my Achilles, I didn't go through rehab. I didn't do any kind because of, the doctor's like, you know, as much as anybody here is going to be able to teach you. And so I just kind of did my own thing while I was at the gym. So I had all kinds of other stuff going on. So for me, it wasn't necessarily rehab. It was just kind of getting back into what I like to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't have like people, I don't know, maybe that's. Well, and I think there's, there have been, you know, numerous articles about the meditative effect of knitting. Sure. And what it does and just how it relaxes you. And I can tell, I mean, like I sit down, you know, I'll have had a stressful day and I don't, I don't want to do anything, but then I'll sit down on the couch and I'll, grab my knitting and I'll just knit on something. I always, that's why I always have like so many projects going because there's something that is not going to require any brain power. Yeah. It depends on what like down your I mood. Just, I just do a few stitches and all of a sudden I, I feel myself sigh and I just feel so much better. So yeah. Cause it makes you stop. It, 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 it focuses your brain elsewhere. Sure. Yep. Yeah. And you, that's kind of what they're saying here too yep. is, you know, doctors obviously are under a lot of stress for yep. long periods of time and they're not generally, they're not doing like eight hour shifts or doing like 12 no. hour shifts and sometimes more. And so I've seen Grey's Anatomy. They work a lot of hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a documentary. Oh yeah. Grey's yeah. Anatomy is exactly, it's, it, it's sure totally it a documentary. Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. I hope that's not the case. Yeah, well, I, don't, probably, I never want to go to the doctor ever again. If that's the case, it's probably truer to life than most yeah. facilities would want to admit. The only other one that I picked out was, was really the story is, is kind of, it, it is what it is, but hundreds of alpacas coming to Denver for the national 2017. I know people that were there. National alpaca show. That's why I picked the story, Lisa. This was what a week or two ago, the 17th through the 19th. Yeah. 17th through the 19th, 2017 national alpaca show is in the national Western complex and you'll be able to get in for free, which is amazing and super fun. So you can get in and get your picture taken with some alpacas and hang out and see some things. And the only reason I picked this one is because somebody that we know was actually there. Two, three somebodies. Was it three? Hmm. My cousin and um, my cousin Marie and her daughter. And I think, I think her husband went too. Oh, cool. Yeah. We had a bunch of pictures. We got a bunch of pictures and yeah. So some good somebody excitement. Somebody maybe and... a future, we may have a young lady that's going to be a future alpaca farmer. Sure. I asked her if she's going to come to Wisconsin and. And farm alpacas she gave in me, I think she gave me a laughing emoji, but... Um, it wasn't a poop emoji, so that's good. It wasn't a poop emoji, so... That's a plus. Yeah. Yeah, they are adorable. Alpacas they are, so are super What are those? Cute. Are they kissing each other? Huh? Are they smelling each other? I think the, they're trying to get out of each other's way. Oh, okay. It would be my guess. It kind of looks like a kissy situation. Sure. Irish whiskey, Val de Suri, and cricket. No... 
The the one on the left looks kind of homely compared to the other two, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think that one's like the grand champion. There was one in here that was. Uh, it's like a dog show, but it's alpacas. Oh, that's the middle one. Stands out as an award-winning alpaca who's taken home the first place award for a male dark supreme champion. That sounds impressive, huh? Well, yeah. Sounds kind of evil, too. Dark supreme champion. That's the Canadian Canoes, Elisa. Yay. I think with that, we should probably uh, bind off and weave in our ends and go pack and make some dinner, huh? Yeah, reheat some supper and go to bed and I'll pack in the morning. Pack in the morning. I don't know what I'm going to take. I have no idea what I'm going to take, but I feel like I'm going to pack in the morning because I'm really tired. We're only gone for a couple days. We're gone for a couple days and we're not going anywhere fancy. Nah. Well, Green Day, that's pretty fancy. We probably, I should have rented a tux for that event. I don't know. I feel like. You might be underdressed for the occasion. Might be underdressed. Yeah, we'll see. I'm going to be embarrassed and probably have to go back to the hotel because I'll be embarrassed to be seen out in public at a Green Day concert. I had an offer for another date, so which I was told that that the offer still stood when his wife came to class on last night. Well, no, I will probably be going to see Green Day this weekend. (laughs) He's very jealous, apparently. Yeah, they can go. They can get their own tickets and go to the show. They don't have to go along and take ours and go. No, it'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So we'll post some pictures and where can you find me, Mike? You can find Elisa on all of her social media type places. If you go to elisatheyarnista.com up in the upper right hand area, you can find Twitter and Facebook and Ravelry and Instagram. Is that it? Facebook? I said Facebook, Facebook, I think. Whatever. Go up there. All those places. All the little button things are up there. You can click on those. If you have questions, comments, suggestions, send that through to podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. Otherwise, you can find uh, Elisa on all those social media areas and ask questions and uh, interact there as well. If you've come this far, there's probably something that you uh, like about the show, which is awesome. If you would consider maybe want to see what we're doing here, you can see all the projects that Elisa is working on. Uh, you can go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Elisa the Arnista and sign up there. Uh, at the $5 level, that is what will get you access to the uh, video version of the podcast. Otherwise, you can, if you just want to uh, chip in a dollar, there, there are some things we have on there as well. And that does help out or whatever you're comfortable donating and, and uh, paying for. There's a monthly kind of subscription service that they have going out there. Um, otherwise, I think... Uh, I think we're pretty well done, Elisa. What do you think? Well, and you've been posting some stuff to the YouTube channel, too, so you should subscribe yeah. to the YouTube channel. Yes, good point. So uh-huh. subscribe See? to YouTube. Um, when you do that, make sure... It sounds like YouTube is doing some weird things. Uh, when you subscribe to the YouTube channel, make sure you also uh, get the notifications on there because people aren't always getting notifications anymore, so that's kind of a weird thing. But even if you don't listen to, or you don't subscribe on the Patreon, if... Uh, you go to the YouTube and subscribe there. I do take chunks out occasionally, generally one or two a week. Uh, pieces from the video version that you can watch out there. It's Much always to my different. Dismay. Much to Elisa's dismay. <laughs> but it's always out there, and that is 100% free of charge. But make sure you sign up and get notifications so you know when those things are going up. Um, but yeah, so that is, I think, the Elisa the Anisa podcast, episode 83. I'm trying to say hi to him, but he hi, doesn't Robin. want anything to do with me. No, he really wants pets for me apparently yeah because you're the one that you're the one or he needs him. to go out and go potty and apparently he thinks i'm the one that's going to do that he says my mommy she cooks and you let me out to go potty yeah pretty much all right so let's go ahead and bind it off thanks everybody for joining us we'll see you next week for episode 84 cheers It's a sweater! <laughs>